0: This is Pulse ninety five. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast.
1: Oh, he loves the fire that.
0: what a goal. This is the Half Time Show with Al Duri on Pulse ninety five. Nice
1: strike! Oh, it's
0: a nice.
1: Let's get ready to rumble!
0: Salaam and welcome to the Half Time Show with Al Duri. I'm your host, covering everything sport international local. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world whether it's 95FM Pulse95Radio.com or our very own app Sharjah Broadcasting Authority or even if you're in the comfort of your own very home listening to us on the podcast on Apple, Spotify and SoundCloud the halftime show is about to kick off so buckle up, it's going to be a great show. And coming up on today's show, we got a UAE Muay Thai champion in the building, someone who has overcome many barriers to be where she today from gender, injury setbacks, and mental strength. Lara Fozi is in the building, and she's going to join the Halftime Show for a wicked insight into the world of martial arts and to be successful on this part of the world, which is even bigger. She's an Egyptian author, digital marketer, and certified trainer, and I can't wait to get her on, on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse95. 95.
1: Pulse95. 95. Oh, you this
0: is the Halftime Show with Umar Duri on Pulse95. Nice drive! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international, local. Shout out to everyone who's tuning in on Instagram live, especially my halftime is at Omar Alduri and Pulse95 Radio. Thank you very much for tuning in. And we've got a good one today, folks. I'm telling you, I'm feeling the energy in the room, that fighter's energy who kills you with a smile and then kicks your head off. (laughs) Lara (laughs) Fauzi is in the building. Let's give a little round of applause for that as well. There you go. Lara, welcome to the show.
1: What's up, Omar? Thank you for having me on the show. It's a pleasure to be
0: here. Hey, thank you so much for being part of it. And especially with what's going on in the madness in the world, we made it happen in the end, didn't we? The
1: show must go on.
0: That's right, that's right.
1: The
0: show must go on. 100%. (laughs) Now, Lara, let's take this back. When did you fall in love with martial arts?
1: oh my god it's been a, like a really long journey i mean i started to do these um body combat type sports when i was growing up um in the uk as a teenager but yeah. when i really started to kick off with muay thai it was around about 2016 after i attended a motivational talk and uh, i was introduced to it i did try it out earlier in the early 2000s but really picked up in Mm-hmm. had to put on hold for a bit of injury, but then I came straight back in 2017 and never looked back.
0: Right. And and why Muay Thai?
1: Oh, that's a really good question. Um, Muay Thai just makes you use every part of your uh, your body as a weapon. So you're using your kicks, you're using punches, you're using your knees. It's called the art of eight limbs. So it includes mean, elbows, punching. It's so intense mm. um, and it's... Um, well, such a great heritage so i've been to thailand a few times now to learn from the thais yeah and i love the culture behind it i i love the way it's so unique and uh, the culture in thailand people learn to fight from a very young age it's part of a livelihood yeah and um, there's really special music um a special performance or dance before people fight called the waikuru um, and there's uh you know people use thai oil that just such a great smell to it and it's just got such a strong culture and everybody you meet who does Muay Thai has a great story and background and um, why they got into it yeah but um, for me it's helped me through a lot of um, tough times Yeah. Um, recovering from injury tough times in life yeah um, and it's just, it just involves every part of your body so unlike boxing you use kicks um, the knees
0: elbows so
1: your elbows, yeah, both, everything. Such an intense
0: sport. I know, and and yeah. you know you mentioned you mentioned character there and, and, and one thing I will say is, especially having looked into your profile and I've I've known of you for a while, so breaking that stigma shows a lot of character and you've had your own, you know, trials and tribulations along the way. Talk to me about the obstacles you faced growing up.
1: Um you know, it's it's not easy. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of obstacles. Um, you know, I don't really that many uh, females growing up in martial arts it's become more common now with like UFC um, and there are more people showing on social media um, yeah. doing you know the, the, the martial arts we're sort of connected, connected to people all over the world but I feel that sometimes the, the road can be a bit isolating martial arts is um, a bit of a, of a, a kind of a, can be a, a bit of a lonely journey sometimes because you don't know that many people or you can't relate to that many people or people who are from your culture or, or your background who are in the sport. That's why it's really nice to get out to Thailand because you're in a community yeah. and there is a fabulous, um, really good, strong community in Muay Thai. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's just sometimes it's being a female. Um, it's challenging being in martial arts. I mean, even if it's 2020, I'm not going to pretend that those Sigma doesn't attach with women training uh, martial arts this still does exist um that does exist um i've also suffered injury so i had a really bad fracture in my arm i had a triple fracture so it was a physical obstacle as well yeah talk me about Um, the
0: mindset behind that when you suffered that injury
1: um well as i suffered that injury there was a really good movie that came out and it's called Called Bleed for This. Okay. Um, and, and it's about this professional boxer, and he breaks his neck actually in a really uh, bad car accident. Yeah. He decides he will get back into training and he will fight again. Um, and everyone, you know, everyone's like uh, talking him out of it. It's a severe injury. The doctor suggests he's his neck. So I watched that. That film came out literally a month or two after i broke mom him severely. And I, I have seen he had that will, that desire, mm-hmm. um, a strong, burning desire to, to fight. So I also felt, you know, if you really want something, you'll find a way, you'll push through, you'll push through injury and um, you have to keep a positive mindset. And that's what I tried to do. I really tried to stay positive. And the real base of that positivity was gratitude. Uh, it sounds cliché, but um, I woke up after four hours of being in the theatre after my surgery and I was grateful um, that I still had another chance to do things in life. And you take everything for granted until it's almost taken away. 100%. So I had gratitude, yeah, and it was... had this internal desire and fight to to, to want to use my strength again you know um and that movie its a true story by the way um and it inspired me and it showed me that you know people who have that will and belief and desire can make things happen yeah um yeah it was just that that feeling of you know i am going to do this i'm not going to give up and i believed it yeah, I, my th- I, I
0: think uh, it's yeah. also like the element of half full rather than half empty, you know, just being yeah. appreciative of everything. I, I really like that about even the way you were speaking and and the injury and, and the way you came out of it, almost thinking, right, we've got another chance. here. Let's go for it. Yeah, definitely. Think it
1: almost. The glass is always half full, you yeah. know, I mean, I, I still have. Uh, thank god two arms and then you know the doctor told me i could have had potentially nerve damage which would have meant uh, bigger implications so it's just always have been grateful for what you've got and um, and yeah looking at that glass and seeing it as half full always seeing it as half full it's perspective so yeah, yeah definitely absolutely perspective is, is everything
0: and if they okay right so now I'm, I'm hearing this and i'm thinking god she makes a good role model right now if there's a mini lara tuned in <laughs> right now okay <laughs> yeah. um what advice would you give her
1: do what's in your heart, follow your purpose. Um, as you grow and as you get uh, conditioned by life, people will try to dull your mind and tell you what you should and should not do. You'll get culture in the way, uh, you'll get obligations, uh, pressure, society. But you have a strong desire in your heart. You know what you're capable of, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, or you know, you, everybody's blessed with some sort of purpose and skill, um, and it can be in really different realms of life. But I'll just say, honor those um that, that purpose honor those skills um and if you believe in it and if you feel in your heart go for it no matter what culture or society challenges you've got to be strong and you've got to believe in what you're doing and, and be creative don't lose that creativity um, and go after your dreams you can
0: there you go Lara. It's a little, little round of applause for you there
1: <laughs> oh thank you
0: <laughs> now coming up next. We take this international as Lara talks to us about how travel enhanced her knowledge and developed her mindset on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95.
1: You're listening to Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the pilot and What the goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice try.
0: It sure is that time, it's the Halftime Show with Dury I am your host covering everything sport, international, local I hope wherever you're tuned in around the world I hope you're safe, I hope you're healthy And I hope you're in the comfort of your own home or space That's what I'm looking for at the moment now Because right now we got we got to be a bit more calm And to help us get a bit more calm we got Lara Fowles in the building Hello. <laughs> Lara, talk to me about Thailand Now, you, you went down to Tiger Muay Thai, is that right?
1: Um, yeah, this year, I went... Oh, sorry, last year. Actually, at the end of last year, I went to Tiger Muay Thai. And I also went to a smaller gym that's actually closed down now. That was called um, Something at the time. So right. I split my time between these um, both gyms in Phuket. Um, and, uh, yeah, I spent, uh, spent a little while at Tiger. And uh, it was a great experience. So Thailand in general is a great experience. And so is Phuket.
0: Yeah, when you got right. there, when you got there the first time, did, any, did how, how was it for you? Did anyone uh, look at you differently, or were they open-minded? H- how was your first experience when you went to, to Thailand and Tiger?
1: Um, so I initially went to Thailand in two thousand and seventeen. So this is my third time to go back and train. Right. Um, actually, in two thousand and nineteen, at the end of last year. So um, I don't really get too much um. Uh, some people mention. Obviously, I train with a headscarf on, so people know I'm Muslim. So they're like, "Oh, you know, how do you train with the headscarf on?" Which is or,
0: amazing, uh, by the way. I'm just gonna throw that yeah. in there. It's that—that's that's amazing. You know no, no, it thank is. You.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's nice to be able to um, show that women who are who are veiled can do whatever they want because some people have this perception, you know, that you're limited, you're somehow oppressed, and and that's not true because you can do you can do everything pretty much um it's just a way of life um but yeah so some people ask, start asking, you know you're Muslim um oh you know when we're training the trainers are more mindful in terms of they're demonstrating you know um, they're more mindful in terms of how they demonstrate whether or not they can show you demonstrations because you have to be in contact um so sometimes they clarify um, I've had a trainer approach me and say, you know, do you want to get changed now before you get into the ring? I'm like, this is how I dress. He's like, okay, get in the ring, let's go. Um, you know, nice. they, they just question, they kind of they, they observe it, I mean, they um, are aware of it, you know, the head the gear is identity. Um, but I haven't found any issues with it to be honest. So um, people do recognise that you're of a face, a certain face, and um, um, they ask you, you know, if there are certain things that you would prefer for them not to do. Um, but other than that, it's been a great journey once we get there once i get to any of the gyms i find to become family with people because you train so hard yeah and there's so much emotion some people are in fight camp as well which means they're preparing for their fights yeah so, you know it's just kind of get on with it we train together we spar together and, and it's wonderful to be and, and
0: you've been there a few times now what has th- like thailand and traveling in general like what's that taught you from a from a mental point of view as well as a physical
1: Um, From a mental point of view, it it opens your mind. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, in Thailand, I've learned a lot about the culture and and, um, a lot of, like like I said previously, a lot of these, um, the Thais get into the fighting at a young age, um, it's part of their economy. So they work through fighting, they earn money for their families, um, for themselves, and so it helps helps you to open your mind up about the culture, um, how people live. Um, I've learned a few words in the language as well. Nice. And, yeah, because, you know, you have to greet the trainers. It's just, the Muay Thai is a very respectful sport. Yeah. You greet your trainers, you thank them, um, and I try to thank them in their local, in, in Thai, and since I've been there a few times. I love the food, the Thai food The as well. food is on like point. Oh, my God, it's on point. <laughs> you know, I have to be careful. People are like, oh, no, it's good, you're going to... Or make weight, but if you eat what you want to eat while training, you also got to be careful. You know, you yeah, have to true. maintain that calorie deficit. <laughs> but with six rice and mango, that's, that's that's there's a fine uh, line between calorie deficit and good food out there. There's good food in Thailand. I love the tom yum soup. Yeah. I enjoy food, experiencing the food. That that teaches you a lot about the culture as well. And you know, you're you're part of the culture when you enjoy the local cuisine. Um, so that's brilliant. But it's just nice to see how people live. Um, even when there's a language barrier, some of the gyms you'll go to and the, the trainers speak very limited English, but you somehow manage to communicate and you manage to have the time and laugh. Um, and uh, I think, you know, people think there are barriers between cultures and people, but you learn to get on with everyone um, and to find a common goal. Um, in this case, it's Muay Thai. So yeah. I love to travel, I love to see the world. Um, with my previous corporate job as well, I traveled a lot. Um, uh, to America, because it was an American company, but mm-hmm. I like to meet people from different cultures and backgrounds, and I think it helps to break down any kind of perceived barriers.
0: Uh, it does. You know, and what I love over yeah. the last few years, I've started to see more females competing who've, who may have not in the past due to headwear, which shows me that, you know, the cultural barriers are actually being challenged. Like, is this a sign of things to come?
1: Yeah, cultural barriers are being challenged. Um, and I think there are different factors that are changing, um. For a start, it's more people participating in the sport. Um, you know, but there are also female famous, uh, famous female fighters in the UFC now who have also got coverage who break down those barriers. The fashion industry is changing, so the fashion industry have realised there's a huge niche for like modest fashion clothing or like hijabi sportswear. So they're introducing like a lot of the major brands like Nike, Under Armour, Adidas have introduced. Um, mm jabby sportswear, so it, it, it makes it easier to participate because you need the clothing. Yeah, um, it, it can be a hassle, you know, when you've got your gloves on, your hands are wrapped, and you're yeah. in the middle of like a sparring session, and you've got like heavy headgear on or something. It can um, really um, slow you down in your training. The clothing is helping, um, but the industry yeah is recognising um, more more people, females in the sport um, in general, and um, the gyms are, are more welcoming. For females as well um, social media as well um, allows us to create our own media so the mainstream media puts out ideas of femininity and what women should look like and what they shouldn't should do but with social media you can now put your own content out there and show what's really happening you know so Good for uh, you. that's also breaking down bad news. Yeah. Goofy,
0: I lo- yeah I love cool. that I love that really really much much respect to you now uh, coming up next we put Lara through the fire round that's right guys the fire round is back as we get to know her a little bit better on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95.
1: You're listening to Pulse, Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the fire What a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice.
0: It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. Now, if you are lucky to be tuning in on the Instagram Live at Omar Adouri, you would have seen a lot of conversation between me and Lara Fawzi behind the scenes on something we have in common, which is London and also KFA. So shout out to everyone from KFA who's tuned in on the Instagram Live and even on Pulse95 95 Radio, 95FM, 95 and even our very own app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority. And it's with great pleasure. I welcome Lara Fozzi. What's good.
1: Thank you, Omar. Good to be back. Shout out KFA.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How you doing over there? So, so just, just so we clear, have a bit of clarity now. You are where exactly? Um, I'm on the I've
1: actually stopped off in a hotel on the Chevrolet Road because I was on my way to Sharjah. Yeah. Canadian, right. I was on my way, but due to these closures, yes. you know, we're making this happen remotely. So, That's right.
0: Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And you know what? It, it is that time. It's uh, mm-hmm. It's the fire round. Now for the fire (laughs) round We like to get to know you better So we throw things your way And get you to respond to us In a word or two Or however you feel about those topics Okay So I want to make sure you're ready You ready? Mm Mm-hmm
1: I'm ready All ready
0: All right First one Kanye West Say it again Kanye West
1: How many many arrests? Um, No, no
0: Kanye West
1: Oh, Kanye West Yeah, yeah love
0: it okay tiger thai, yeah. muay thai the place to be what's your happy place thailand okay london london massive. <laughs> 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 that's my favorite one so far all right <laughs> favorite cartoon tom and jerry what do you think of veganism of who? veganism
1: um, I'm, a, I'm a meat eater,
0: sorry. Okay. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay. Uh, the coronavirus.
1: Go away! Right, I Go like that. Back. Go away.
0: Okay. Favorite yeah. cheat meal? Oh,
1: God. I'll be here all day. <laughs> mashi. Have you had a of mashie?
0: Mashi. Of course I had a mashie. My mum yes, grew up uh, in Egypt. Of
1: course you've had a mashie. What do yeah. you mean? So it's just, yeah. R- rice in like fine leaves. Yeah. In, um, You're making me hungry now. All right, okay. Yeah, I'm hungry too.
0: Uh, Meditation.
1: Vital. Clear that mind.
0: Did you watch the Game Changers documentary? No. Okay, right. So when you watch that, you're going to hit me up and let me know what you think of it. What about favorite athlete in the world?
1: Oh, wow. Favorite athlete in the
0: world. Hamad Ali. Nice. Okay, CrossFit.
1: Yeah, good, good. Mix it up. Yeah. Strong and uh, strength and conditioning. Nice. To go.
0: Social media.
1: Get your message out there. Be heard. Nice. nice. Sharjah. I would have liked to have been there Nice. <laughs> nice.
0: All right, well, the, the next one, I think you might have answered already, but Muhammad Ali or Mike Tyson? Muhammad Ali. Okay. Favorite female athlete.
1: Uh, Cyborg
0: Nice Okay yeah It's interesting you picked her over Ronda Rousey, right?
1: Say that again? It's interesting
0: you picked her over Ronda Rousey
1: Ronda Rousey used to be my favourite But, you know, she needs to do better in lots. I mean, you know, it must be hard losing But there's also two sides of it So I think that was was a little bit of a down for her Yeah, yeah, okay Egypt Hometown, my Uh, hometown
0: I thought you were going to say Omidonia
1: Omendonia. Omendonia. Oh, Come <laughs> <summer.
0: laughs> Okay. Two tracks of your playlist. Um, two tracks of my
1: playlist. Oh, God. Eye of the Tiger. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, hmm. see you, Unstoppable. All
0: right. Okay. Favorite piece of technology? Mobile phone. Adidas or Nike?
1: Oh, God. Can I say neither? Yeah, you can. I've got my own brand. I've got my own brand. I've got my own brand, brand. but yeah, they're both great. Okay. Uh, What's your brand? brand? Well, I'm creating my own modest fashion sign wear. I wear both Nike and Adidas, so
0: in each. Okay, nice. I like that. Now, how do you reset?
1: Sleeping, okay. sleeping is where you get the gains. If you sleep, you get the gains. You get the energy. Um, you get the cardiovascular help. I
0: like that. Okay, if you could visit one place in the world that you haven't been to, what would it be?
1: Wow, I've travelled quite a bit. I'm fortunate. I am fortunate. I travel quite a bit. Um, where would it be? I'd like to be an astronaut and go to the moon. Nice. That's not in this world. That, does that count? I'll give you that. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: you know, if I had said that's not in the world, everyone would have gone like, "All right, Omar, we we get we get what you're trying to say." So yeah, I'm glad yeah, you yeah. said it, not me. Thanks
1: for letting me have that. One that's too. all right.
0: We go way back. All right, favorite <laughs> movie. Good. Favorite movie.
1: Oh, I do like the Fast and the Furious. I like the cars.
0: Which yeah. which which version of the Fast and the Furious? The first one or the 207th one?
1: Huh. <laughs> that was when
0: i was like wow yeah went, like, yeah the
1: garden and it was shot in abu dhabi as well at one point it
0: was it was you're right all right ready for the next one yes why ready. did a chicken cross the road
1: <laughs> uh, to get to the other side
0: <laughs> i'll give you that one there's no wrong answer i I just throw that in to throw people off but you answered it quite well all right okay. <laughs> when was the last time you fell on your backside
1: Oh god, probably last week. <laughs> Thursday in sparring. like that happens quite regularly. Thanks, shout out to Coach. Okay. <laughs> Falling on my back quite regularly with a tweet.
0: Shout out to Coach. <laughs> okay, um, intimate and fasting. Uh,
1: good for you. I like intermittent fasting. When we have to make weight for competitions. I use like yeah. intermittent fasting to cut calories yeah. and just give my immunity a break and and my um, reduce any inflammation. Mm. I
0: like it. Okay. Need to uh, learn more though. Apple yeah. cider vinegar.
1: Oh, good. I've used apple cider vinegar in the past. Mm-hmm. I like it, but be careful with the acidity in the right. stomach. Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the halftime show? Oh, it's the
1: best show in the world. <laughs> I would have done anything to get here. I tried. I you know what? Done, like,
0: I'll, I'll go one point and say it's well, out of this well, world.
1: <laughs> it's out of, it is out of this world. It is out of this world. It's, it's the best show I've, I've seen. <laughs> I, I love tuning into to the half-time Show Rikid. best show. yeah, the
0: best God, yeah. how can you not want her to come back on the show right coming up next she survived yeah. the fire round we're going to take all your questions find out what's next for Lara and where you can follow her on the only place to be at 3 the Halftime Show on Pulse 95
1: this is Pulse 95 oh you 11- look
0: It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Dury. I'm your host, coming to everything sport, international, local. Got to give a few cheeky shout-outs at the moment for some of my favorite Instagrammers at Omar Dury on Instagram. Shout-out to Maria, Dodi, you've got Linda, You've got Fernando, you've got Maria, and you've also got Banna. And Banna's actually completed her first 6K uh, recently. We love her and we support her all the way. Well done. Keep being fit. Keep being healthy. And again, a special shout out from the Halftime Show at Pulse95 to you, Banna, and everyone else who's tuned in. And speaking about superstars, we got Lara he in the building. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> now, Lara, tell me, um, what's next for you at the moment?
1: I've just taken a break from my corporate job. So mm-hmm. I was working full-time in a multinational as a marketing manager, and I've just left that so I can focus on my own training. Yep. And um, So I want to start to incorporate more strength and conditioning with my Muay Thai, and I find I spend quite a lot of time in the gym, so I want to focus on my training. Mm-hmm. But I also want to share that. So, you know, I'm blessed to have been able to travel to Thailand and to train with authentic Thais and to have pushed push some of those boundaries. So I want to share that with as many... Females as possible, yeah. Um, and I've started to take on female clients and build my client base in Muay Thai. So I want to um, build that up in the industry um, and potentially start women's classes as well, because there are a lot of males um, out there. But I think there is a niche, and you know, women relate to women to the sports, and it may be easier. So that's one of my goals. Amazing. Um, in addition to that, I'm looking at fashion, um, and the modest fashion wear market is huge. So. You know that's something I'm, I'm taking
0: on board now, researching and um, aiming to launch my own fashion line. Nice. Um, yeah, so that's that's a fun and interesting. Have today. we got a name for it? Lara. Is it going to be Lara? L A R A. Yeah. In bold. Yeah, I can see it. Lara. I can see it. I'm telling you now, <laughs> Thank you, and we'll be supporting it good. here at the halftime show as well. I can't oh, wait to see I Lara smash, the smash too. the fitness scene with uh, yeah. with the ladies' wear.
1: Yeah, so that's coming. Watch out for that. I did have a boxing match, my first ever boxing fight scheduled yep. Friday. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Real Boxing Only. We, we had to postpone that in light of the situation that right. we're currently facing. But I look forward to, uh, to scheduling that. In Inshallah. And uh, trying my luck in boxing and seeing how that goes as well. Inshallah. So
0: and and uh, just in quickly before we have the Adan prayer, where can they follow you?
1: So my handle on Instagram is mm-hmm. Lara underscore Yep. The score
0: ZXP Amazing, amazing Listen, thank you so much For coming on The Halftime so. Show It's been so. so much fun uh, Remember guys You can catch us Every Monday, Wednesday Saturday 3 to 4 And it turns into a podcast On Apple, SoundCloud And Spotify And coming up Is the Adhan for the Asr Prayer This is Pulse 95 Tune in live Every Monday, Wednesday And Saturday From 3pm